All right, bucking over episode 24. Daily overs at 10, 12, and 2. The season win total at 10 wins. We hit double digits, and it's May, baby. Double header against the Pirates and Reds. One of three double headers because of the stupid rain. Game one, Brubaker versus Overton. Game two, Mitch Keller versus Moretta. Was the um show all day. If you watched the games, it was on full display. We had injuries, we had ejections, and we had a little bit of history in game two. We're going to dive into that. We're going to see if we hit the bucket over. rain will go away we'll be able to get some more games going you know we had a double header today one of three like i said just rain ripping it apart canceled my son's t-ball game it was supposed to be opening day at the park just ruining everything anyway game one today started at noon over under eight and a half first inning just first inning troubles again for jt brubaker drury singled an error by Cabrian, although when you have Chavis at first, it's hard to really ping Cabrian for these errors. You know, one day the Pirates will get a real first baseman. You know, nothing against Chavis, but he's just not hes not a first baseman. Uh, Moustakas got hit by a pitch. Stevenson doubled down the line, scoring Drury and Moustakas. That was 2 nothing. Top of the third, Gamble uh, doubled. It scored Roberto Perez, made it 2-1. Gamble, just, he's on fire. Um, then Brubaker pitched well. I mean, top of the sixth, Hayes singled, scoring Gamble, 2-2. Couldn't get another run, though, so yet another game where a Pirates starter didn't record a win. And so then in the top of the eighth, Perez singles, then Gamble singles, and Perez, rounding second, looks bad. Looks like he blew, blew a hammy, blew an ACL, ripped his Achilles, something. Uh, that was a significant injury because earlier in the sixth inning, the backup catcher, Andrew Knapp, got ejected for arguing balls and strikes. Well, it was a check swing. He was yelling at the third base coach and got ejected pretty quickly. So Van Meter is now your catcher. Then later in, you know, later in the eighth, you had the bases loaded, no outs. You have Hayes, Vogelback, and Chavis coming up. All three of them strike out. Super. So my hopes for the bucking over in this one aren't feeling pretty good until the bottom of the eighth when the wheels fell off. Drury hit by a pitch. This is Will Crow pitching. Drury was hit by the pitch. Tommy Fan walked. Moustakis walks. Stevenson doubles. It was a close diving play by Gamble. He tried. I mean, these these outfielders are diving all over the place. Usually they make the play. This time it did not work out well for Gamble. Scored. Um... Drury and Tommy Pham, 4-2. Colin Moran walks. TJ Friedel, sacrifice fly that scored Matt Reynolds, made it 5-2. You're thinking if you could keep it 4-2, 5-2, maybe you got a chance. Um, Bo Salzer comes in. Error. That loads the bases, and then Naquin clears the bases with a double. 
8-2 Reds. That's the bucket over. Drury doubles home Naquin, 9-2. That's the final. So, not a great first game. Uh, we'll get into more, more about the game later, but this was overall not a great game. I mean, yeah, we'll get into more of it. Uh, doubleheader in between. There must have been a speech or there was they switched the baseballs because first inning Pirates came out swinging. Kentucky Derby Day, not the only derby going on in Kentucky, Cincinnati area. Game two over under nine plus 100. So good value there. Uh, the top of the first Reds, do, the Reds used an opener. Um, and that was for one out. Got an out. Brian Reynolds home run. Then they pulled the pitcher pretty quickly. Hayes doubled. Then Yoshi, yes, Yoshi Sutsugo, hits his first home run of the year. 3-0. Next at bat, Diego Castillo comes up, smacks one into left field for a home run. 4 nothing. So you got Reynolds, Yoshi, and Diego all going to left field. Home runs. First time ever in the history of the Pittsburgh Pirates organization, 136 years of baseball, three home runs in the first inning. Keller came in to pitch, bottom of the first. So he's pitching. He's been doing pretty decent. We got a lead. Go out there, be efficient, get a win. First batter, Naquin, hit by pitch. Drury doubles home Naquin, it's 4-1. Mustaka singles home Drury, 4-2. Keller walks Farmer. Colin Moran comes up and hits a home run. Oh, almost hits a home run. Jack Zawinski on the warning track, leaps up, grabs it, saves the home run. Okay, so we got out of the first inning. Two runs scored. Keller, you're going, okay, settle down. We're ready to go. Top second. Second and third. Brian Reynolds, very hard hit ball. Right at the second baseman, and Cole Tucker gets caught looking or running, I don't know. Doubled up on third for the final out. And just, I I mean, (laughs) he's trying so hard. But if you're on third, you just don't, you just got to wait until that ball lands. You can't go. Poor Cole Tucker and all of his troubles. Top of the fourth, Sawinski walks. Tucker makes up for that little bit of a, I don't know, not egregious, but his little blunder. Doubled him home, made it 5-2. Ben Gamble, home run, 7-2. So Buckenover is now pushing, and it's only the fourth inning. Bottom of the fourth, TJ Friedel singles, Matt Reynolds walks, and Drury homers makes it 7-5. And that was it for, well, no, it wasn't it for Keller. He got out of it, but that was the Buckenover. So back-to-back games, the overs hit. Love to see it. Love all these runs. Love when the baseballs aren't dying on the warning track when they're getting absolutely smacked. The fifth ground rule double by Mustakis, and that was it for Keller. So we went five and a third. Still no win for, or no, four and a third. Still no wins for pitchers. Top of the seventh, Vogelback walks. Zawinski doubles opposite field, slapped it the other way. That scored Vogelback from first, who had a tremendous slide. If you haven't seen it, go look it up. Maybe I'll post it on my uh, Twitter at Buckinover. He slides, falls short. And then, like, kind of half rolls to get there. I think if the catcher would have realized what was going on and, like, made an effort, could have tagged him out probably. But that's baseball. Zawinski advanced to third because they threw it home. 
That made it 8-5. to five. Bottom of the ninth, David Bednar, three strikeouts, his fourth save of the year, lights out. 650-plus pitches by both teams thrown all day. We got a doubleheader in the books. Pirates get the win. They're 11th of the year. Bucking over hits twice. Absolutely love to see that. Gamble, game one, three for four. Game two, state two for five. He's he's hot. He's swinging a hot bat. He's on fire. Reynolds and Hayes showed up in game two. Sutsugo still stinks, but at least he stinks now, hitting a home run and making a play at first. So you have that at least. Before it was just him stinking, and you know there's no production, but at least now. Home run, play it first. Okay, that's, you know, you can take that. You'll you'll take that. Diego looks good. Two for four in the second game. Jack Zawinski becoming one of my favorite players, I think. I think he's starting to settle down. He's starting to adjust. He's seeing the ball better. His defense is good. He's an actual right fielder. You know, I think he's going to be a fan favorite. He's playing his way to stay on the team. And that's from double A. That's all you can do. You keep playing so that they can't send you down. Speaking of down, Keller was down. The roller coaster of Mitch Keller, yet again, has a game, has a couple games where he's pretty solid. Not great, not good, but solid. Then he comes in and he has its great American ballpark and, you know, runs are easy to come by there, but still, can't get that win. So it's at 20, we're at 26 games now. Something about Mitch Keller, I want to say, it felt like he was trying to do too much. Like, he got the lead, and he's like, okay, now I'm going to pitch. And instead of just throwing, like, when he's dominating and he's doing well, it's fastball heavy. Plays the fastball, plays off of that. He's throwing 94 in the first, so maybe his fastball wasn't quite there. I don't know. I don't know anything about baseball. I just know how to watch it and bet on it. But from what I've seen from Keller, when he's throwing the fastball... Then plays off of that. Seems to work better for him. Maybe they were trying something different because the Reds stink. Well, no. And not... Reds do stink. They got lucky that first game. We'll get into that. Stratton and Bednar. Shut it down. Bednar's filthy. I mean, he's pumping 96 by you. can't hit it. 96, 97. And then he slices a 77 curve by you. You can't even touch it. It's He's dirty. He's going to be... It's either him or Gamble, I think, will probably be the all-star. Maybe Hayes. Maybe we will get more than one all-star. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, back to the Reds. Look, they're not going to lose every game they play. They're 4-23 and right now. They stink. It took a fluke injury after a random ejection, an ump show where the ball was kind of being called one way, not the other. These things happen. It's, it's 162 games. Yeah, everyone will... Just tell you on Twitter that it's all that that's only happens to the Pirates. It happens, you know, they've won four games. They stink. You watch some of the plays they make in the field, and you, you know, guy had an error at shortstop where he like dove for the ball unnecessarily. It's, you know, they're not a very good team. What you do want to see, though, is after a fluky loss, Pirates not just rolling over and feeling bad for themselves. They got up, they hit the ball, first inning, charged and attacked. You know, hit the balls hard, home runs. I swear they switched the balls. They were hitting the balls the exact same. I felt like they were hitting the balls with the same velocity that were dying at the warning track. And these ones in the game two, in game two 
We're going over. Pulled the old Tom Brady, deflated some balls. Um, that's a different sport for another day. And look, it's easy to blame the umpires. It's so easy because they miss calls, and they do, and it's awful. And it's hard to watch them call strike three when it's a foot and a half outside, and they call ball one when it's the whole circle is a foot inside the zone. But, you know, you have your three, in game one, you have your three, four, five batters up. Bases loaded, no outs. All you need is a single or a double down the line. You got some runs in. You got the lead. And they don't even put it a ball in. They don't even put it in play. Not even a sack fly. It's three strikeouts. There's runners in scoring position is some kind of kryptonite. I don't know. It's plaguing the team. It's something that I don't know if it's too big. I don't know. They got to work on that, though. We'll see. One game doesn't make a season. Even even keel throughout the whole thing. You do feel bad for Perez, though. He's having a good year at the plate. And even better, you're behind the plate defensively, and that becomes even more obvious when you see a guy like Van Meter, who's a second baseman utility infielder, you know, and the pitchers. It's not only that he... I mean, he can catch the ball, sure. But when you have sliders with 18 inches of break and you haven't caught since high school, like, that's uncomfortable pitchers are not going to trust him as much to throw breaking stuff in the dirt and he's going to block it so they called up michael perez hopefully roberto perez it's not a long-term injury they said it was a hamstring thing he's on the 10-day il so that's good news it's not like a blown acl or something i don't know but that being said you know when you do have that and you're throwing pitches that are in the zone or out of the zone and umpires are missing calls, they need to be held accountable. I'm not a robot ump guy. I don't think that's the solution. I do think that they need to be held accountable. They need to figure out some way to, I don't know if fines is the right answer, but they need to figure out something for these umpires to get better at what they do at their craft. Pay them more so that they can be full-time? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But these strike zones are all over the place. They're inconsistent. It's affecting games. You know, as a fan, it's easy to get mad, and it's fun to get mad. That's part of being a fan. But who knows? Pirates win one. Could have won two. Well, no, they couldn't have won two. Pirates won one. Bucking over one, two. So yay me. Um, that brings me to my monthly segment I want to start doing. I think I'll do this at the beginning of each month. Uh, at the beginning of the season, I placed a small wager, $5, and I picked all the division winners. So I picked, in the American League, Toronto out of the East, Minnesota out of the Central, and the Angels out of the West. And in the National League, I have Philadelphia, St. Louis, and the Dodgers. So I think what we're going to do is once a month we're going to check in and see how these teams are doing and whether or not I have a shot of hitting. In the American League, right now Toronto's three games back, third place. Minnesota leading the AL Central three games up. And the Angels are a game up, and that's the American League. National League, you have the Dodgers a half game up and maybe the best division in baseball. Nobody's under five hundred. And the Diamondbacks are so surprising. At 14 and 13, I put a dollar on them to win the World Series to win me $1,000. <laughs> Talk about a scratch-off. <laughs> 
St. Louis is two games back of Milwaukee, and Philadelphia, surprisingly, seven games back. So they got some work to do. Got a couple, we got, we're halfway there. Half the teams are leading, the other half need to have some work to do. But, you know, we're still only in May. Long way to go. Daily overs on our season, 12, 12, and 2. Our season win total is at 11 out of 65. We have a rubber match tomorrow on Mother's Day. Game 3, Pirates-Reds at 140. Plenty of time to take your mom out to brunch, get her some flowers, put her in a nice little food coma, and then watch some Pirates baseball. Happy Mother's Day to all you guys. Let me be the first to wish you that, is what they say. Zach Thompson on the bump versus Tyler Mayo. Molly? Molly. I'm not really sure, but it's a Reds pitcher. Um, so we got that tomorrow. Looking forward to that. I did not look up the over-under, so we should do that real quick. I'm so used to the Pirates not having a game the next day. I have time to look this stuff up. All right, Pirates over-under tomorrow is at 8. That's a nice number. No hook. Eight runs. The way the ball's gonna fly out of the park tomorrow should be an easy cash. Penguins, outside of baseball, Penguins won today. 7-4, so they're up 2-1 in their series. Playoff time. You have the playoffs, you have the doubleheader pirates, you have the Kentucky Derby. What a fun full day of sports. Tomorrow with the Pirates, let's win the series. Bucking over streaks at four in a row. Let's keep that streak alive. Let's get after it. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with the bucket over. Enjoying the bucket over content? Be sure to follow me over at Twitter at bucket over, TikTok at the bucket over, and on YouTube the bucket over. Follow along with your buckos all year long.